Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. Welcome back to Your Grounded. This is an incredibly amazing episode. This whole point of this podcast is to have my friends and snippets into our conversations. But today is one of the most influential people in my life, my best friend Sam. And she is someone who I would be lying if she wasn't a huge part of this journey and inspiring me to do this. I've been on her podcast, you know, she's a CEO and a boss woman, but also one of the best, most caring, generous people I know. So talk about that duality. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just so excited to be doing this with you and have this experience because you are someone that's so influential to me and you'll hopefully be a repeater on the podcast. I mean, we have a lot of people to feature, but Sam and I are best friends because we have some of the greatest intellectual context and connection, I feel like, of anyone I know. So, so grateful for you. (laughs) Feeling is so mutual. Yeah. I mean, our, like, I don't know, it's something about friendships as you get older in life that the people that you surround yourself with are just, you know, they, they impact just so much so of your life and your decisions and your mentality and your happiness. And I'm just like, you know this, but I'm so lucky to have you. And I feel like you've just impacted my life in so many amazing ways and taught me so many things. And every time we're together, it's like we always feel like we're growing and we're constantly like challenging each other and teaching each other in the best ways. And that's how all friendships should be. I mean, I've spent the rest of like most of my life not having friends like that um, and having very few that were like that. And now being in a, more of an adult, I'm like, those are the only types of people I really want to spend my time with. So, yeah. you know, you're literally the biggest contributor <laughs> to that. And hence, you know, why we're each other's best friends, yeah. but just so grateful that we even have that in our life. Cause Me I know too. I, I'm just so happy that we have each other because the amount of time we get to spend with each other and the connections that we build, that's exactly what influences podcast was. I was like, I am able to have this space with these incredible people in my life and share these incredible conversations and be able to have those connections and expand our thoughts and expand our thinking and challenge and grow in one another, all those things that you mentioned. But I want this to be a space where people can, A, just witness to that if they don't have that space in their life or friendships like that. Because I, I am fully aware of how rare and special that is. Mm -hmm. And I can only hope everybody has that space, but even if they do or they don't, this is another space where they can feel that. So I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm just so excited for this podcast. You guys like (laughs) she already has such amazing guests and I'm just like, I can't wait for you guys to listen to all the episodes. So all right, let's get, let's get started. What are we going to talk about today? The dichotomies of just being a human being. I feel like, I wanted to talk about this because people just feel like they can only be one way or if they're this way, they're not that. And they feel very exclusive. And I feel like their personality traits are their emotions Mm -hmm. when life couldn't be more opposite than that. We need to shed more light on where the Venn diagram overlaps in Mm -hmm. life (laughs) So true. in the duality of personality traits and characteristics and feelings and emotions that can coexist. So that's something that we always 
I think see in each other when we want to help one another out is validating whatever your emotion you're feeling, but also validating that you can also be the exact opposite at the same Mm -hmm. time. So that is something that I wanted to be able to discuss with you and a perfect one to be able to kick it off with one that like immediately comes to my mind is being able to be very assured in your thinking, Mm -hmm. but at the same time maintaining a complete open mind. Mm -hmm. That is just something that no one ever freaking prepares you for. And I feel like so many people's egos are exactly the reason of why they feel like they have to just stick to their thinking. They Mm -hmm. think, well, my way is right because of all this experience I've had bringing up to that. And I'm so assured this is exact. I'm so confident in how I think. And that's a great thing to have is confidence in the why you think the way you think instead of just being mindless. But I also don't understand how people can be so assured, but also not know the lesson of being able to stay open-minded at the same time like that is such a valuable thing to learn and have a lesson in people are constantly feeling assured and especially in today's environment where they need to be opinionated and I don't feel like there's enough validation to be like okay but let's listen to what someone else has to say Mm -hmm. you know it's so true yeah I mean I think it's like we talk about this all the time, but just the duality of humans is is such a powerful concept. And I remember Steph, who is like a spiritual coach that Becca and I have worked with before. Like she told she told us that two two truths coexist at the same time, like always. And the example she used was like the ocean is always the same, but never the same. Yes. And I just love that analogy so much because it speaks to everything that we're going to talk about today and just mm-hmm. like the essence of being human. It's like. And even the essence of being female, I'm like, oh gosh, add the woman component in it. And like, you know, we, we wear so many hats as women, but especially as human beings. But yeah, it's like, there's always two truths coexisting. And that's the beauty of the universe. That's the beauty of just like life experience. Like you can be self-assured and confident, but also have an open mind. And, you know, society always wants to put us in these boxes, you know, they want to put labels on people as you know you're this and you're that and like you have to be this type of thing like you can be confident but not too confident you know you have to be this but not that and like we want to label everything because I think it's easier for us mentally to process as human beings to just like be able to identify people as like one thing like the the concept of people being you know the having living in this duality of like, yes, they can be confident, but constantly also be questioning things like successful, but also, you know, a student of life. And and, and I think it's just, it's, it's hard for people to comprehend, but that's something that we need to change. That's a narrative that I feel like we need to speak more on because there is just so much complexity and beauty behind the duality that we all have. And I think we need to get away from the idea that we have to label people as one thing because the reality is there's always two truths and everyone is completely multidimensional and that's the beauty of life. Yes. You know, I'm like, thank you. That was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that is, you're my best friend first, but you're a CEO as well. Mm -hmm. And you're someone whose brand is all about defining the female empowerment and Mm -hmm. being strong and confident and so many things that women don't get enough credit for and being the hat wearers of a closet full of hats Mm -hmm. every single day in what we do and what we represent and what we bring to the table and let alone female or male or whatever you identify as I think that the human experience is 
a constant wave of spectrum. So exactly bringing that back to what Steffi says Mm -hmm. is the ocean's the same, but it's always different. It's like, that is just what is in our bodies at the same time. We're constantly on a wave. I mean, we set our intentions when we wake up in the morning, but you never know what's going to come your way. And maybe you felt super confident about something. And then the next minute you're feeling incredibly scared and vulnerable. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like people tap into that authenticity of what rave they're writing Mm -hmm. enough. I truly feel like it's so underrated to be able to, acknowledge value and compliment others in their dualities Mm -hmm. like we love to compliment people on their strong suits all day long they're a strong suit because they're strong I'm sure they probably already know that about Mm -hmm. themselves you know I think there's so much to be said about complimenting people or acknowledging things inside them that shows so much dichotomy and I feel like some of my greatest friends have so, so, so much duality to them. I mean, yeah. one night you might catch them out dancing on top of the bar, but they're also an incredibly deep intellect. I mean, someone like me who I could speak to, it's like I'm spiritual, but I also go take a twerk class. Like, <laughs> Hell yeah, she does. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you can be so many things. And in my opinion, I think that's what makes you more interesting yeah. is – Maybe it's the unpredictability to it. Maybe it's the lack of acknowledgement to it. But the more we can understand and see in each other how complex we all really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, social media is a perfect example. Maybe what you portray online is completely different to who you are as a friend. This, that, and the other thing. These are kind of stereotypical things. But what I mean by that is you can be something on paper and be something completely different in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone. And to me, I always use the word relationship as like friend, significant other, just yeah. relationships you have with humans. Totally. And I think that that is something that I want people to be able to tap into more of their authentic selves and not be afraid to be multiple things mm-hmm. and not be afraid to sticking to one brand of themselves mm-hmm. and being able to be that dichotomous, like dualistic, incredible human being. Totally. So. I think the two, like just speaking on what you're talking about, I feel like the danger, the danger really lies is, is when you make the commitment to be a label that society has put on you. And I think, you know, we're constantly walking this thin line of like, we get labeled as these things. And then the minute you make a commitment or attachment to that label, it's, it's really, really dangerous. And you know, you, you take away the possibilities of all the other things that you can be. And I think, you know, I, I know just speaking personally, obviously, because this is just something personal for me, but like, you know, when I, when I wanted to start Mayfair and I wanted to be, um, an entrepreneur and a CEO, like, I just remember feeling this pressure of like, I have to be like every other CEO because that's what society was telling me. Like you have to be this cold hearted female that, you know, leads a specific way and is like a very much so a boss. And like, and compensate for being just a female compared to a male yeah exactly exactly like you have to be able to walk into a room with all males and you have to be this very strong like type of person and you know for the longest time I was like trying to fit that narrative of like but it wasn't me you know like Mm -hmm. I'm somebody that's like I'm have depression I struggle with my emotions I'm I'm fucking vulnerable am I allowed to cuss yeah of course I'm vulnerable (laughs) I'm like an emotional mess sometimes I cry like I get anxious like I'm you know and I think that 
there's power in redefining, you know, who you are and changing that narrative. And I remember again, Steffi like told me like, you can be a leader that has never existed before. Yes. Oh, the power in that There's statement. power in that, you know? Yes. And I think the minute that you disassociate from the label that people want to give you and say, I'm going to redefine this as just me. I'm not going to play into the narrative and be the next so-and-so because that's what every other female before me has been. But rather, I'm going to create something completely new, a new lane that that is going to exist, a new type of leadership where I can walk into a meeting and be like, hey, I'm anxious as hell. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't sleep last night. I'm struggling emotionally, but here's what I think we can do and like lead with that type of power. And how much of a better world would it be if people could just be honest? Just be honest. Because yes, you know? that doesn't take away from how incredibly uh, creative, passionate, yeah. like organizational leader you are. Yeah. It's just, I didn't sleep really well last night, so I'm going to do my best today. Totally. Hey, why I'm, is that not normal? It's like I'm struggling <laughs> with my depression. Like, here's where we're at. You know, like I, I just, I think we're trying to always fit these narratives that society defines for us mm -hmm. and people define and people that genuinely don't really matter or, you know, care to keep obviously this progression going. But yeah, there's just so much power in taking that back, you know? Yes. And I think, you know, the, the, and, and I'm the first person to admit that I still struggle, you know, it's not something where you decide and then you're like, okay, I'm going to be this, you know, <laughs> but it's like, you have moments of weakness all the time. Even like today on Instagram, I was, I literally feel like now because I own my emotions so much and I post about them. Um, I feel this pressure to like post about every time I'm sad and I'm like, shit, I can post about when I'm happy too. Like, absolutely, you know, and I, and I just posted part. today and I was like, I'm fucking happy today. And I just wanted Be people to know, yes. you know, and like, it's not like, you know, people that are depressed are just always sad. And right. like, so I think it's, you know, it's just, we have to remind us and everyone else around us that like, we are constantly in the spectrum, you know, that literally. you just spoke about. And like some days we're really happy. Some days we're sad. Some days we feel powerful. Some days we feel insecure. Like this is the human existence. And the more we talk about it, the more at the end of the day, we'll relate to one another yeah. and promote that authentic, just living and lifestyle living. that, that we basically, that's the goal, you know? So, yes. so yeah, a hundred percent. So well said. I just feel like it's exactly that. It's it's not called the human experience for nothing. You know, we're yeah. experiencing all emotions. We're experiencing all labels. We're experiencing and navigating what do we want to take on? What do we want to embody? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, there's so much power knowing that that's fully in your control too. Yeah. You will never be able to control what others are going to label you as, but you will always be able to decide every single day if you fucking wanted to. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to be this person today. Yeah. Like, and to me, that's more authentic than being the same every day. Mm-hmm is you knowing what you want to embody that day. A couple of days ago, you knew how depressed I was and I was yeah. having a shitty day. I think people would typically stereotype me as a very happy, upgoing, upbeat person. Facts. That's authentically me. And I'm yeah. so grateful that that's who I am. I would be grateful no matter what I was, but I'm so grateful and love that part of myself. But I would also say like, it's human being experienced and not every day 365 is going to be great out of the mm -hmm. year and that's okay. Totally. And you... A, don't have to fake it to anybody. And I think you are the embodiment of expressing your emotions as a human. And so have so much power and knowledge about yourself and self-awareness that that's what I want other people to be able to feel is not only the self-awareness of who they are, but they have the control and power of however they want to show up. Mm -hmm. And that's going to evolve. 
Mm-hmm. I'm 31. I'm not who I was when I was 21. If you're not evolving, I'm scared. <laughs> like I don't want to be. No. Yeah. So even if that's on a day-to-day basis, if that's on a year-to-year, if you do it with your New Year's resolutions, if that's on a monthly full moon resolution, like mm-hmm. whenever you take that time to intentionally have that self-awareness and want to set goals for how you want to show up for yourself, but also having that grace for yourself that like, Oh, that was my goal this month. And today I'm doing the exact opposite. Like that grace with yourself is so okay because that's the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's never going to be like, all right, this month I'm going to be a badass bitch. And then yeah. the whole month you like are embodying that every yeah. single day flawlessly. It's like, yeah. that's okay. And I love that energy and that striving. But at the same token, it's completely okay to have days where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to lay in bed all day yeah. and focus on myself and just like, lay low and not be a bad bitch today <laughs> like totally. that is so okay and I feel like especially as women and especially in the fluidity of gender identity and how people want to show up um I'm a straight female but I also love that on most days I get to dress like a bum like a boy like this is my favorite comfortable boys are so lucky like stereotypically they have the most comfortable clothes so that's why I like am on their jock like I want to be comfy all cozy all the time but I also would be lying if I didn't love feeling really sexy and you know whatever that means to you and Mm -hmm. however you show up and want to feel sexy you can feel sexy in anything but I just mean like stereotypically being viewed and feeling like I put on a Vegas outfit, you know, I'm feeling myself, like feeling like the most feminine, divine, like sensual Mm -hmm. little sexy self. That's beautiful in and of itself. And then going to the grocery store in sweats is also like when I feel comfortable as well. So there's so much duality to that and goes to speak for men too. I'm not a man, but I honestly love that when guys feel like they can have more and more of an expression as we're going through our generation Mm -hmm. of when men have more of an ability to express themselves more whether it's through fashion alone Mm -hmm. or if they want to paint their nails or put on some makeup like I think that's so beautiful for a man to be incredibly masculine but be able to express himself and not feel confined to a box either Mm -hmm. so I think it's so important as females we know how many expectations we have on ourselves but I also feel like yeah, maybe men, we can perceive that they don't care about that stuff, but maybe they just never felt like they had the opportunity to be more expressive. And I feel like there's so many societal expectations on women, but I don't want to lose sight of like how men have to be the background, the foreground, like the background, the backbone mm-hmm. of so many environments as well. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of toxic things that we all know that men feel like are complacent in, but I also feel like I have complete empathy and compassion for the pressures that they feel to be masculine and not being Mm -hmm. able to have dichotomy in being what masculine defines you know I mean I think the big like the biggest thing that like you know we can all individually do with just with with both you know I feel like with both male and female or whatever gender Mm -hmm. you know you want to show up as is I think just creating safe places for people exactly like it's literally about just that like creating safe places for people to be their most authentic stripped version of themselves you know and like 
no one should have to tune down anything, you know, like yeah. no one should have to, you shouldn't tune have to down. tune down when you're in a good mood on yeah. social media, you, you know? Shouldn't yeah. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't have to tune down, you know, your gayness if yeah. you're gay or you shouldn't have to tune down your feminine energy for anyone or yes. your masculine energy or any type of like, I feel like just any characteristic that makes you who you are. Like if you can create safe places for people to be able to be themselves and, just create those spaces where people can show up yes. as themselves. I think that's just the most powerful way to continue to progress with this like generational change. It's like now I feel like is about, you know, people constantly feel like they have to censor themselves. I talked to to Dom about this the other day, yeah. like being a black female, like she feels like she's having to always like tune down her blackness right. and, you know, specifically being a female as well. Like it's like, she's worried if she's walking into a specific room, how the room's going to welcome her, you know, what she's going to, she's going to have to speak a certain way, yeah. you know? And it's like the way that we can change that. And this is what her and I spoke about was just creating safe places where yeah. she can show up as literally dumb, you know, just like period, unapologetically, unapologetically yeah. her. And, you know, I think that's really the, what we can do as a generation and just hopefully move forward is just continue to create those places and, and always push for those places to be a thing. Yes. However you want to show up expressionally in your physical body mm -hmm. for people to take you as you are with mm -hmm. what you're wearing, how you're acting, everything. Totally. But more importantly, aside from that, being able to show up whatever emotionally or characteristically they are, yeah. because guess what? If you disagree with how someone's dressed, if you disagree with how they think, if you disagree with what they have to say, cool. Yeah. They have every right as you do to mm -hmm. think, feel, dress, act exactly how they want. Totally. That is the right that every single person on this planet should have. Yeah. And I don't feel like we're there yet. No, we're <laughs> but definitely not. I feel like if we can progress to not only allow people to show up as who they are day to day, just as friends, mm -hmm. as family, as open-minded, accepting people that we're all going to be on a different wave every single day. I feel like there's a giant big wave of consistency of who we are as how people would describe us consistent wise, kind of mm -hmm. how we show up most of the time. Yeah. But I feel like there's an underlying much smaller wave of frequencies day to day maybe even hour to hour of mm -hmm. how we might be feeling and being able to allow people to have that complete wave of emotion and not feeling like, dang, that is not the Sam I know today, or uh -huh. that's not the Becca I know today and understanding and having grace for that. Um, cause we put those internal pressures on ourselves enough, let alone we put them on ourselves cause we're worried about what other people are thinking. Yeah, right. It's so true. So if we, I think we have that subconscious awareness or scarcity or fear because we're so afraid of how it's going to be perceived or like well if I do this people will be like that's not why is she acting so weird today you know yeah. it's like we have these internal dialogues of pressures that don't need to exist if we were just more accepting of people in their day-to-day -day. and I think there's part ownership in that too that if you show up and you're like self-reflecting like damn that was kind of bitchy of me yeah <laughs> or damn that was rude what I said to that person Maybe it was a presser buyer. You'll never be able to have another interaction with them, but maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a friend and you can be able to be like, I just really want to apologize yesterday yeah. and own your own, your emotion or own who yeah. you were that day and be like, I'm so sorry for how I acted towards you. And I feel like that takes so much just awareness that I feel like a lot of people just shove under the rug because they think they can just get by with it. But I want people to have that intentionality to apologize when they weren't acting maybe themselves, So true. but also 
allow themselves to know like that's the human experience again like we're all gonna have days that we were like that was not my best self Mm -hmm. and that's okay it's okay a hundred percent but if we have less expectations for each other but more acceptance and the ability for male female whatever to show up exactly how they want I think that's great I do feel like just from personal experience as a woman it is challenging because I want to show up how I want to dress every single day but there's times where I dress more unattractive a lot of the time actually I dress more unattractive than attractive because I don't want the male attention Mm -hmm. that's something that probably a lot of females can relate to is yeah we don't have a safe space yet in society for people to fully show up exactly how they want to every day and not be threatened so true that's a whole nother thing but (laughs) I just want to say like we really, really, really need to work on creating the safe, creating that safe place for everybody yeah. emotionally and physically. Yeah. And I think something too, just on that note of, you know, what, what we can do individually. And like, this is something Becca's like so amazing at. And I think I posted about this on my Instagram too, a few weeks ago, but, um, you know, individually, like you can tell your family, your peers, your coworkers, like your spouse, whatever, like your significant other, like the things that you want to be congratulated on. Right. So like this was something I talked to Becca about, you know, how like I was doing therapy and, you know, this, this is like the narrative again, that, you know, when, when people start to define us by this Mm -hmm. narrative, you know, they say like, oh, she's the owner of the Mayfair group and, you know, she, the company is like doing really well. And so every single time I'm congratulated on something, it's very much so based on career. Now it's, it's like, oh my God, you guys did this, that, you know, congratulations, you guys hit this milestone, congratulations. And like, it feeds into the narrative again of like career, 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 career. So then from my personal experience, you know, I struggle with toxic productivity and you know, a lot of other shit we won't be able to, we don't even have time for, but I start to, you know, I start to then just constantly think of myself and identify myself in terms of like what I've done and my career. And that's a, that's again, a dangerous place to be when we, when we're living in the narrative that society is defining for us without thinking of ourselves in, in, you know, various ways, you know, like just Sam, the human, that's just emotional and just Sam, the human, that's just, just the a human because all humans Sam's, are emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, just the human that is like outside of like work, Sam, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, what you can do, and this is something I learned in therapy and I, and I shared this with Becca and Becca is so amazing at this is like, you can start to tell your family, friends and peers, Hey, I want to be congratulated on things outside of my work. I want to be congratulated on my presence because I struggle with presence and I really want to start being present in conversation without feeling distracted by work emails and things that I need to get to. And like, you know, so if you guys could start congratulating me on, you know, being a good wife or congratulate me on being present or, you know, congratulate me on whatever it is that you're working to be better at that doesn't play into that narrative of what, you know, is, is society's kind of writing out for you. And, if your family and friends can start to congratulate you on those things, it starts to make you feel more than the narrative that you've been defined by. And so, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to get out of the idea that like, you know, my career is just one component of who I am, but like my long-term goal on this earth is just to be, you know, to make people feel seen in conversation and to connect with as many people as possible and have these amazing life experiences. And like, you know, it's so much more than just like a job or what I want to do with, with Mayfair and stuff. So, 
you know, it's been really cool now because people like Becca will send me messages and be like, hey, I just wanted to tell you I was really proud of your presence. And she told me this one time on Instagram and I like was crying and I screenshotted it and just felt so much more proud of myself than I probably had from any milestone, you know, because it was like something I've really, really been working at, like at my core as a human being. And to feel like I got credit for something like that was just so amazing. So validating. It was so validating because I worked, you know, so hard on that and I'm continuing to work on that. And so, you know, and I, I never want to sound like, again, ungrateful for like people's gratitude right. and congratulations it, on career. It's a part of your identity for a reason. Totally. So, like, and, and you're successful at it. So people only think they're doing the right thing by totally. congratulating on you. This, it, it's great that you're doing big yeah, things. Yeah, no, and, 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 and credit on, but so, so grateful for that. But it, but it did, it made me feel just so much more seen yeah. to be congratulated on something that I never get congratulated on that I've been working for through in therapy for you know years yeah. and it just felt so good and so you know I think the moral of the lesson here is <laughs> be more like Becca <laughs> no is um you know tell your friends that oh you know the things that you want to be congratulated on and the things that you want to get applauded for and yeah you know, they don't have to be material things or success. It can be literally whatever you're working and striving to be better at as a human. And then you'll just feel so, so, so accomplished yeah. when you have amazing friends that congratulate you on those things. So well, first of all, wow, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I genuinely meant it and knew you had been working on that, but that's because you shared that portion of things with me that you wanted to focus on. And I felt so I mean, I'm feeling that I got to be able to congratulate you and just hearing your gratitude about that. Those are the feelings we can give each other. I know. More of yeah. is A, having more self-awareness, but having more in-tune connectivity with the loved ones in your life to be able to really give them that pat on the back in ways that you don't know how much they need it. So I feel like that's something we can all do better at. I also feel like that's a duality is being able to have these identifiers, but also be able to share us like the parts of your life that you're struggling with or the goals in your life that you want to be better at. And it might not be what people are able to just pick up surface level. Mm -hmm. Be like, you know what, something I've really been working on and then share that with your friends and family. But also the beauty in life is the things that you get to keep just to yourself too. Mm -hmm. So I think that you can do both at the same time. You yeah. can be sharing your goals with just one person, your close group of circle friends, your social media following millions of people if you want to. But you also have so many little goals that you can keep with yourself. And that's a whole nother topic I'd love to get into on another episode is keeping promises to yourself, you know? So that's the, that's the privacy you get to hold with yourself is just like things that you're setting goals for yourself that no one else even ever has to know about. But when you accomplish those, you know, you get to give yourself that little boost. Mm -hmm. But I really just want people to know that they have the ability to truly change this narrative on what other people are identified as. And they have the ability to maybe people give them compliments all the time on how fun they are or how great they are at X, Y, and Z, but no one ever really probably mentions the small little things. And if you can help people bring awareness to themselves or redefine what their strong suits are or see the beauty in how dual of a personality someone can have or how dual of looks they can have or how dual of how they show up in different relationships. 
you can be both you can Mm. be both of so many things like you can be confident and also really fearful some days of things you have to do and stretch into that you've never done like Mm -hmm. you can be a leader but also a forever student you can be a woman but also have extremely boss tendencies like Mm -hmm. you can be a man and also be incredibly nurturing you know Mm -hmm. it's like those labels are not all-encompassing you can be both you can be grateful you can also want more like Mm -hmm. those things don't have to be limitations they're Mm -hmm. ways to describe ourselves sure they're ways to describe someone else but the more we can have those safe spaces and safe environments and explorative compliments and conversations with people that make them feel not stuck in one box and expand their thinking to be riding that wave I think is truly what we want to strive for yes I'm like that was perfectly said but that (laughs) that is that's the beauty of life and I I mean yeah it's like two truths are always coexisting at the same time and it's like there's so much beauty and power in that but yeah yeah, I'm just like so happy that we got to talk about this today (laughs) it's a subject that we both feel so passionate about and like Becca said we all have the power to just impact and change not only our own narrative around this and the duality of our own life but around the people the people around us and the people that we love so go out and compliment somebody today on something that is non-suspecting about them that maybe they've been working on create those safe places and yeah just live in the duality of yourself and all your power incredible all right we have two questions before we go and the questions that I want to ask you are is a great one what do you think this is very relevant to our topic what do you think based on compliments people give you mm. what do you think your superpower is Ooh, my superpower based on the compliments people give me or what you think about yourself that's just a way mm. when we were talking about people always you know reinforcing things you think about yourself or what um, do you think your superpower is I think my superpower, and I'm still I'm still coming to terms with this. Um, it's the Leo in my chart, you know, yeah. and and I think that every single time I speak to anyone that reads my chart, they're like, "This is your destiny." Yes. Um, but I'm still learning to step into my power in this, which is again why I feel really humbled that this is I th- what I know is my superpower, but I'm not all the way there of owning it yet. But I think my superpower in life is to redefine. Um, what it means to be vulnerable and living our most authentic selves and owning our emotions. Like I think a lot of people that meet me will always say that like they feel like they can be, they feel like they can own their emotions and be proud of like not only their highs but their low lows Um, because I'm really, really open and vulnerable about the things that I've been through and I think that like, you know, I, I, I always try to make people that have depression or struggle with anxiety or have any kind of mental health illness. Like I always try to open the door for that conversation and make people feel less alone because I know what it feels like to feel alone in that struggle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I could spend the rest of my life just committed to creating safe places and kind of redefining what it means to really own who you are as a person wholly and you know just owning your bad emotions and your bad days as much as your good days like that would be my my biggest accomplishment and what I would want to do with my life but I think 
you know, I think I'm really good at owning my emotions and just being who I am. And I think that might be a superpower that I have. And hopefully something that I can commit the rest of my life to is just like continuing to own that and hopefully redefine what it means to be like living as your most authentic self. So, wow. (laughs) Yes, I could not stop smiling that entire time. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, Sam's really good at that already. So she's being humble as fuck. (laughs) But committing the rest of your life to that is beautiful. And I love that that's your superpower because your superpower reflects in giving other people permission to be that way too. So that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. (laughs) And I love that Sam mentioned her Leo in her chart. So if you couldn't tell, Sam and I are really into astrology. Her more, she's really good at all the knowledge about it, but we have really similar charts. So that's why she mentioned that we're both Scorpios, but have Leo in our charts too. So Leo power is like intimidating too. Oh, it's wild. Everyone's (laughs) like, you got to step into that and just own it. And you know, I still struggle with that, but it's like, you got to like, that's your power. You know, that lion, baby. And then the last question I want to ask is, what do you like to do to stay grounded? Oh my gosh. Anything. I just love to hear people's interpretation of that. I would say I, the ways I like to stay grounded are spending time with people that know me for me. Yeah. Which, you know, Again, going back to my beginning of this podcast where I talked about friendships, um, you know, the, the quality of friendships. Yeah. I have very, a very, very tight circle nowadays. And it's just the most amazing thing. And I've just learned that, you know, the quality of the people you hang out with is so much more. It's so much more important than the quantity of people. And, you know, there's so many people in this world that know me for Mayfair Sam and Work right, Sam. But right. there's very few people that know me for Sam Sam and know me like, at my core 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 of like you know who I am and again this is something like I'm forever trying to be more open about but just hanging out with the people that know me for truly me and make me feel like I'm so much more than just like my work self um I would say spending time with those people Mm. is definitely probably how I like to stay grounded and I'm so lucky that I have you know Becca and Carl and my insane family amazing amazing family and you know a really great group of people and like Whenever I'm struggling, I always gravitate towards those people because they just know you at your core. They know, you know, the things that are going to help you realign and just get back to yourself. And, you know, those types of people are just so important to cherish and be grateful for in your life. So I would say that. And then I would say on a very like minor astrology note, <laughs> water, water is, yes. is, is such a grounding and realigning element for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a water sign and so is Becca mm-hmm. and you know, there's something about being by water and spending time around water that's really, really healing and peaceful for me. So spending time with friends and family that know me for yes. me and then worst case scenario, book a trip and get to some water <laughs> because I always know that like I'll find just peace and solitude and realignment if I'm if I'm in, in or by water. So yeah. the best is when we get to do both. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that, but it was like a long list and I was like, how much time do we have? We're already going well. <laughs> No, I love that. I love that. No, as you can tell, Sam's an incredible woman. She's one of my best friends in the whole world. And I'm so grateful that you could be here to help me on this journey. So it means the world. Thank you for everything. And we'll link your socials and everything in the episode. And I just can't thank you enough for being a part of my journey, helping me launch this bad boy. Let's go, baby. And there's so much more to go from here. So thank you for everything. I love you. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. 
Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled Your Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.